Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political, special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. 
They will do whatever's necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. Today, global economic collapse and that video that we were talking about with Donald Trump, that rings so much truth today because guys, we are at a time of peril in our country. Me and Vince were just talking about this, and Vince is like, you know, like, just want to survive, man. And I feel you. I just want to survive. And that's what I've been told for the longest time, is survive what's coming. And all the chaos that we're about to ensue that's coming down this, this hole, you know, it's scary. I was talking to a lot of people about this today. I talked to Dr. Kirk Elliott today. And oh, good. people are panicking. People are panicking. Mm-hmm. People are running on the banks and grabbing cash. <clears throat> and removing their money from the banks. And how about this? You should have three months worth of bills, worth of cash in your house. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, do the best that you can, okay? Three months worth of bills in cash at your house. And I would say is try to accumulate a year's worth of bills in silver. That, that makes a lot of sense, okay? If you can do it, do it. But right now... Today, Credit Suisse is on the verge of default. We have multiple other banks. We have top hedge fund managers and economists coming out saying, this isn't good. And Wall Street's sitting there going like, it's okay, everybody. Sit down. We're going to take care of you. This reminds me of, uh, you remember the movie Airplane? Where they're like, mm-hmm. he's like, it's okay. Sit down. <laughs> there is no emergency, right? Yeah, everybody stay calm because if everybody didn't, if everybody takes their money out of the banks, it's going to be much, much worse for them. <laughs> yeah. 
and the people who hadn't got their money out of the banks. And, you know, we're reminded during these times because every politician out there goes out and screams the word democracy. We've got to protect the democracy. Oh, and we don't garbage. have a democracy, do we? Not even close. Can no, you, we don't. Can anybody name me the page, line, article, the U.S. Constitution where it says democracy? Rickets. Doesn't exist. And uh, th to add to this, let's uh, let's let's listen here. A constitutional republic, not a democracy. The ideal of a democracy is universal equality. The ideal of a constitutional republic is individual liberty. A democracy always degenerates into dictatorship, which promises government-guaranteed equality and security, but it delivers nothing but poverty and serfdom for the people it robs and rules. America was founded as a constitutional republic to safeguard the liberties of the people against the tyranny of democracy or of one-man dictatorship. In this century, great strides have been made toward the goal of subverting our republic into a democracy. The foremost tactic of the subverters is subversion of language. By calling America a democracy until people thoughtlessly accept and use the term, the totalitarians have obscured the real meaning of our principles of government. And isn't that the truth? Even Donald Trump's calls it a democracy. Isn't that interesting? Nothing against Donald Trump. But we have a constitutional republic, and there is a huge difference. Now, you notice how that video from the 1950s, he used a, a similar word today. Equality. Isn't that interesting? That word just comes to fly right back up again. Equality. 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 Individual liberty. Individual liberty versus the equality of the masses. You know what I say? Fuck equality of the masses. Fuck your feelings. Fuck equality of the masses. And yeah, you know what? That's uh, some crazy language so, there. Well, what is equality? You know, I mean, I got an answer for that. Hold on. With Keep individual liberty, everyone's condition is kind of their own deal, right? Or how does uh -huh. this work? Is this? <sighs> well, if you go to 2030truth.com, you'll see this this great uh, portfolio that uh, one of our old hosts, Guy Plus Beard, put together. And if you scroll down into it, and this explains the Great Reset, Agenda 2030, and there you go. Equ equality versus equity. See that? Equality versus... It, it's summed up in this picture oh, yes. beautifully. And for those that are listening, you have a small little kid, a little taller kid, and a father watching a baseball game. Equality is all of them standing on the same box of where... The short kid can't see anything. The other shorter kid can barely see over, and the father sees everything. Equity is the father standing in the ground looking over the fence. One kid on one block, the other kid on two blocks, where all can see over. And there's a difference there. Equity versus equality. And there is the theory. Equity versus equity in theory. Social justice, chop the legs off. But listen. Yeah, man. The social radical ideology that's being promulgated through our society right now, that's not what scares me. Because most of those people, they're easy to defeat with simple logic.
Like I scroll TikTok a lot, and <sighs> you know what you see on there is people like, yeah, you know, conservatism is a virus. Mm, yeah, a lot of mentally ill people on TikTok, especially if you tailor yes. your feed to that, you can find all the good drug addicts and mentally ill people. There, there is pretty... absolutely a lot of mentally ill people so out there. It doesn't. You're not afraid of that, though. I think the scale of it concerns me, but uh, you're right. It can be countered. Well, it can be because you know what? That's what we have is we have social revolutions and we have counter revolutions. And right now there's a counter revolution. My problem with the counter revolution is that the counter revolution that is formatting against the social justice revolution is radical and extreme because they both kind of meet each other in the sense of radicalism. Right. And for me, it, 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 it's like we're headed towards a, an integration on the right of church and state. Really? You can get this feeling. I mean, go back to some people who gave speeches, talks on this, uh, where they said, you know, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. There, there's people who have said specifically this. We need to bring God back in the government. And listen, our government was founded upon the principles of a creator, period. And the First Amendment protects all religious rights. We need to respect that. Not one religion, all religious rights, all spiritual rights. Right? And we need to hold truth to that. But the thing is, is that this social justice radical ideology that is coming about right now, it eradicates all of that. It gets rid of the, the, the equality of thought. It produces this dystopian future where there's mind police who will attack you, arrest you, berate you, cancel you. Get you fired from your job, divorced from your family, simply because of something that you said or a thought or idea that you put on paper. Now that's radical. Okay? Oh, yeah. And so as we progress forward with that type of, of revolution that's occurring right now, the problem is, is it's not going to live. And the reason I say it's not going to live is because the only way that that type of social revolution can actually succeed in the world is if it continues to be propagated and held up by the institutions of the world that disseminate information. Okay. Yes. It's the only way because They're, which they are big. doing. They're trying, but yeah. that that see the, the thing is is that social revolution is not that big. Okay. Okay. And this is where that precipice idea comes in. Okay. Well. It's not that big, but I was reading a statistic that, like, in the double digits of people in Australia are LGBTQ, and uh, that comes from the indoctrination of schools and stuff, of them controlling information and teaching people that they identify as cats and such. So maybe 5%, 10% crazy people running institutions? I don't know, but mm -hmm. what are your what are your thoughts there? Um, well, I think that there's, I think that it's double digits, but a lot of them are really just kind of jumping on the trend. I think a lot of people that are going through high school and college these days is that the environment that they're growing up in is an adaptive environment, that they have to adapt 
to these ideologies in order to fit in or they're outcast oh. and they're deemed racist and then they can get so, canceled. So, so are you saying basically if you cut the head off the snake, it's going to just crumble and go away pretty quickly? I, I agree. Yeah, 100 percent in that okay. the more and more that we take over the idea of information, and allow information to free flow and go back to its its original roots, very similar to a free market economy that those types of things will fall to the wayside because there's just no interest in them. Yeah, they're going to be losers and people are going to tell them and they're going to be like, oh, I want to participate in real life now. Yep. The damage is so crazy, though, that's been done. Uh, some people will never make, uh, recover, unfortunately. Well, and, and you know what Small else percentage. comes about from this is that we're coming to that precipice moment where people in this country, people in this world are about to see, truly, truly see what has been going on. I've said this since 2020 that we have this, this moment that is coming. And I thought it could have happened in 2022, but I guess I was wrong and we're looking more for 2024. But this moment that's been building, this, this animosity that is being generated between the establishment and between the people. And that towards this moment, you're going to see more and more truth begin to leak out. More and, thing, more and more things come to the surface. I call this the firestorm event where we have um, kind of a pyramidal structure of society to where at the bottom you have social, institutional, cultural, academic. You have all these various institutions which have been infiltrated and are under attack by this cultural ideology, this radical cultural ideology. Those propped up our economy as well as our infrastructure. And without those two things, everything else collapses. And then that leads to World War III and global economic collapse. Obviously, tonight's episode is called Global Economic Collapse. I don't think we're weeks away from global economic collapse. I think we're months away from global economic collapse. And the global economic collapse is going to happen a few weeks or months right before a great war. And hmm. I think that everybody's realizing now that this is coming to the point of inevitability, that this is going to happen. Yeah, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. I guess, yeah, I mean, how do you fund a war with the collapsed economy, though? Things have to start ramping back up or something? Um, well, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's back up. Let's go back to that foundational firestorm event that I've been talking about. We've mm -hmm. already seen this um, unraveling, right? We've already oh, seen this unraveling in society. Um We've had social destabilization, cultural destabilization. That's apparent. But then you have people on the counterculture side fighting back against that. And you're finding out that they outnumber the other people 10 to 1. Showing up at school board meetings, entire towns, berating the, the school boards because they're in the wrong. Right? So you're seeing that the true numbers of this, this revolution, this cultural revolution that's going on, are not what they're made out to be. And this is why those parents are fighting back at that school level, because this is the place of indoctrination to where kids believe that they have to fit in and they, they align towards the, the social ideal that is being organized within the school systems. This is why all these teachers are being pressed, pushed out there in the LGBT communities. They take them yeah. out of high school. They indoctrinate them in colleges. They become teachers. Now they get them a, a year earlier. And this happens over two generations. 60 years is how this all affected and came about. Yeah, I, I want to speak on the scale that you're talking about here of, you know, of the radicals being outnumbered dramatically once parents stand up. And I think the same thing when I see these radical 
Antifa terrorists uh, burning shit down in towns and breaking people's property, destroying property. Uh, it would be so easy to get some law enforcement, even just law enforcement individuals, outnumber Antifa so vastly. It could be cleaned up so quickly, just like Trump always said. It's just not happening. But it could happen in a day, I bet, if they really held up the law. But just to speak on the scale there. Yeah. It's just not happening. But it could happen in a day, I bet. And that gives me really held up the law. A little bit of hopium this uh, hump day. Well, and, and here's the thing is if the FBI actually did their job of which they were created to do, uh, Antifa would already be knocked out and gone. Okay. <laughs> Maybe never created. Yeah. <laughs> Look, listen, I have my buddy. My buddy is um, he, he's an awesome dude. Um, avid hunter, outdoorsman, um, 100% conservative Republican. Um, and his stepson, okay, it, and I hope he's not listening, but his stepson is like 27 years old, lives with him at his house, freeloader, don't know if he's really going to online school or not, okay? Oh, gosh. But he attend yeah. his, all, him and all of his buddies are Antifa, and they've oh. gotten his mother involved with Antifa and she thinks they're just the coolest people on earth. They're like, Oh, they're so good. They're fighting for social justice and they're fighting for, you know, truth and all this mm. stuff. And, and it comes about in a sense of a cult mentality because it, and he doesn't give a shit. He's just like, whatever, <laughs> right? Okay. Give me my beer, my dog and my, my snowmobile and my four wheeler. I'm fine. Right. Yeah. I'm going fishing. Yeah. I'm going fishing. Uh, <laughs> but when we start uh -oh. to look at this situation and how it's unfolding, yeah. We have to understand that people are only going to put up with this for so much longer. Okay? And this is where that precipice moment comes in. And so as people start noticing banks collapsing, their money is at risk. Their retirement is at risk. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And for the people that are really asleep, their check doesn't come in that week. Right. Their check they, doesn't come in that week. Or their exactly. work gives them a heads up. Like, hey, are, did you know, wake up? Yep. So you're, you're going to see more of that. And that's when people are going to be like, why? What's going on? I thought this was a good country. I thought everything was great. And then they're going to find out what's really going on in the backdrop, that these people that are pushing these radical ideologies, these institutions are, are crooks. They're criminals and that they don't have their best interests in mind. And during this whole time, you're going to be seeing investigation after investigation from Congress, which I don't trust, but you're going to see more and more truth come out and we're going to put it out there and more and more people will wake up. And I'll tell you, I get emails all the time like, Josh, you know, I appreciate you. You know, someone recommended you. I turned you on and my mind's blowing because, you know, I was listening to so-and-so or so-and-so, but I didn't know that it went this deep. I didn't know it was like this or, you know, I was yeah. a Democrat six months ago and now I'm listening to you and this is the thing is we're coming to this precipice moment and the closer and closer we get to this precipice moment, the closer and closer that we get to the full blown truth, the more and more that their backs get against the wall and they're going to push that button. And that button is global economic collapse. That button then leads directly into world war three. Okay. And so credit Suisse obviously is on the brink right now of, of collapse. And we can pull this up right here. This is uh, Swiss National Bank will provide liquidity for Credit Suisse if necessary. Um, that's great. 
fantastic. Credit Suisse now has a probability of a default of 47%. That is up from 38% just a few hours ago. Credit Suisse is also offering a crazy deposit rates of 6.5% to attract and retain deposits that are being moved out. Why are deposits being moved out? Because there is a run on the banks. That's why. You have to understand, people don't trust banks right now. And this is the top 20, 30 banks in the world. Silicon Valley Bank collapse sends investors scrambling towards bonds and gold. Understand that. People are investing in bonds because guess what? You can get a better rate, 4.3 or 4.8% return on a bond. And it's way more money than what your savings account is going to pay you. And gold is going to start skyrocketing. It's up 1.2% in the futures market just today. What does that mean? You know exactly what I'm going to say here. If you're, if you're hesitant, reach out to me. Talk to me. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Getgoldtoday.com. Getgoldtoday.com. Fill out the form below. Okay, or give them a call 720-605-3900 or email them schedule at kirkelliotphd.com. All right, you can find that all on getgoldtoday.com. But I'm telling you, take that move. Don't put all of your money in there. You don't need to put, you know, don't invest all of your retirement savings. You can Obviously. if you want to. I don't and, think it's a bad idea. Yeah, and as Kirk and his team are good at evaluating the your personal situations right. and looking at the whole picture for you and figuring it out. Absolutely. Mike Davis here, predictable and predicted. Jim Jordan wants to give Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple two more years of antitrust amnesty so they can become even more powerful and crush even more competition and shutter even more small businesses and cancel even more conservatives. Jim Jordan claims that he doesn't want to give the Biden administration more power and resources for targeted big tech antitrust law enforcement. Why not? If it's focused on breaking up Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple – does Jim Jordan also oppose beefing up border security during the Biden administration? More money for Biden administration to combat fentanyl? More money for Biden administration to combat violent crime? Jim Jordan should just admit that he's doing Google's bidding. Well, why is that? That, that happens because we have a freaking lobby in this country. Do you want to change the face of this country, return it back to a constitutional republic, reestablish the rights prescribed um, and defended by the Constitution given to you by your creator? Get rid of the yeah. lobby. Get rid of the lobby. Period. Done. Overnight. Say that. How about this? The only votes that matter are one person's vote. A person's vote. That's it. No money from outside campaign contributions outside of constituents within your district. Get rid of the lobby. If that happened overnight, you would see politicians leaving government. They no longer would want to, well, this job ain't beneficial to me anymore. Yeah. You'd see everything change. Businesses would all move. Things would just... Yep. Because, Be but see, this is the beauty of it, Vince. So then yeah. how do corporations have a say? How? By making their employees happy. What a novel concept. I've never I mean, seen such a company. <laughs> you know, if companies want to get certain legislation in, they have to appease to the masses of their workers. Yeah, if people wanted it, they're going to help your business out, right? Yep. Naturally. People are going to be like, oh, man, you know, we need more lumber to build our houses. Let's go help out Jim's lumber company and pass something to help him get us more lumber. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> sell a good product, have a good service. 
and, and bring about good people and pay them well and help them develop, help them advance. And guess what? Those people, you come out there and say, hey, this is our, this is our corporate doctrine. This is how we organize our company. Guess what? The, go- the government's going to love you because those people are going to vote for the politicians that align best with your values. But see, the problem is, is that politicians should actually have to write bills. Lobbyists would no longer be writing bills. And see, that's a problem for them. They're not qualified for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe that's what we should do. We, we should come out with the silent revolution. We give the federal government an ultimatum. Okay? We give the federal government and the state governments all an ultimatum. And it's this. We want the immediate tender to resignations of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, McCorowicz, um, um, or whatever his name is for DHS, uh, Christopher Ray, FBI, Garland, Attorney General, and Austin, head of uh, Secretary of Defense. Immediate resignation. Mjorkowicz. And Pete butt plug plug. Okay? We want their immediate resignation. And Janet Yellen. We want the immediate resignation of Federal, uh, Federal Reserve Chairman Powell. We want a prompt legislation provided by Congress for the removal of the Federal Reserve System. And the 16th Amendment income tax. Next, we want every single senator and congressman who's made trades in the last four years that have dealt with legislation, where they had inside knowledge on legislation prior to that act or restrictions or um, something going out, we want those people immediately removed from Congress and a re-election done for those people. If the government, after all this, cannot function, that the power be granted over to the the 50 state governors until a new election can be rendered. And then the last thing is the complete removal and annihilation of the lobby and PACs. And the new implementation of a law that states that any politician running for office, no matter if it's local, state, or federal, can only accept money from their constituents. Period. Done. That's it. That's what we need to do. And we need to go out there and say, look, we're going to go to our banks and we're going to pull all of our money out of our banks. And we're going to go to that small hometown bank. We're going to put our money there. Okay? And we're going to do that to Wells Fargo and Chase. And we're going to do that to the big banks. The next thing that we're going to do is we're going to invest in gold and silver. The thing that we're going to do after that is that we're going to make sure that our money is put to use. And so, we will no longer be paying income tax to our states or our federal government until this is resolved. And this is not negotiable. This is our demand. This isn't us asking nicely or please. This is fuck around and find out. And all we do is everybody gets a, they go onto a website, they download a W-4, they go onto the W-4, they put, the amount of dependence, nine or whatever it is, for uh, for zero uh, amount of money going to the IRS, and that's done. For zero withholdings to the IRS. They take their money out of their... All right, we should be back now. I guess somebody didn't like that, huh? <laughs> My gosh. Not tonight, FBI Jim. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. is we come yeah. out and we say, listen, we're going to give you five days. Five days. This is our demand. This is what we want. 
If that does not happen, we will be do a run on the bank and we will pull all of our money out of the banks immediately. And they go, well, that's going to crush the economy. It hurt you too. We don't give a shit. We, we are past that point. Yeah, we don't have anything to lose because you guys are already losing it all yep. anyway. So. And they'll say, whoa, so you're going you're gonna to crash the U.S. economy because, because you're not you know, getting your way? Yeah. Yeah, because we've spoken multiple times. And so then we're not paying IRS. So what's going to happen when the six top banks in this country have all the deposits pulled out of them? Mortgages are going to go defunct, but you know what? There's not enough sheriffs. There's not enough IRS agents. There's not no. enough bankers in the world. <laughs> yeah, the do. sheriff's in line to pull their money out of the bank, too. Yeah. And you know what? This is the real 3%er. Because all you would need is 3% of the population to actually do this, and it Ooh, creates this cascade. Maybe less, depending on how much money they have. Um, you know? Yeah. But they don't have money in banks. That's the problem. Their system's broken. It needs to be redone. It doesn't take a lot to withdraw for that to happen. Even if everybody withdrew a tiny percentage of what they had in the banks, I think mm-hmm. it would be very catastrophic. And this is what I'm saying, is yeah. use their weapons against them. Because I want to tell everybody what's going to happen here. If we don't do something of this degree, okay? If we just continue and say, hey, look, our politicians will save us. Trump 2024 is going to save us. Or whatever bullshit that we're being fed. And trust me, I love Trump, okay? But whatever bullshit we're being fed. They are going to collapse the economy. There is a global economic collapse inbound right now. Do you know the purpose of this global economic collapse, Vince? I'm hearing a lot of people speculate that it could be to reintroduce the new system of uh, digital currency. It is. But here's the other part that people aren't thinking about. It's a transference of wealth. That uh, absolutely. Okay. Now this banks take Silicon Valley bank. Okay. Who lost that money? Right. $128 billion gone. Right. Okay, yeah. Who won it? Who lost it and who won it? The people of the bank lost it, right? Their deposits were seized. They couldn't get them because the bank had to go good on their liabilities. That means that someone won that money. Someone received that money on the other end. This is is a zero-sum game that we're talking about. When a bank loses $140 billion... Someone receives that money. Mm. If you take all the banks, $680 billion, they're upside down. Upside down to who? Good question. Who? It's a transference of wealth. It's the same institutions at the top that are taking the negative position, hedging what they know is going to happen. Okay? And see, the loser is you... And me, because we're not going to get an FDIC bailout. If you got a few thousand dollars in the bank, if you got a few hundred thousand or a few million in the bank, you're not going to get an FDIC bailout. And when your bank, which is doing this exact same scenario that all these other banks are doing, when they go belly up, that money gets transferred to the winner of that deal. That's a transference of wealth. Okay? That's where we're headed. And so what happens? People are stricken with poverty. We move into a Great Depression. 
Then we have weather wars and water wars. It turns into a dust bowl, the Great Depression, exactly what we had during the 1940s. And they say, we need to do something. Well, what can we do? Well, there's this war going on over in Europe. Let's head on over there. That's going to get back patriotism and nationalism. It's going to get people out there and put the work. And guess what? We only have to create a few different products. Bullets, missiles, tanks, and guns. And people, throw it over there. And the war machine rackets up and the billion dollars start flooding in because Congress can approve those billions of dollars. And people start making money again and the banks start getting wealthy again. But this time, it's not fiat dollars. You got to remember, 1933, Emergency Banking Act of 1933, okay? Prior to this time frame, you had legitimate legal money. You had money that you could take and go to the Federal Reserve Bank and say, give me fucking gold. And they'd go, here's your gold, okay? 1933, they said, no more of that. We're confiscating the gold. We're going to put it in our vault. And then we're going to say that this little thing is just as good as that gold in the vault. But you can't come and get the gold. It's illegal to own. Okay, and what was that? That was the fucking Great Depression. Okay, and they hand that out like fucking Tootsie Rolls. Now, what, what's happening? They're going to do the same switcheroo. Transference of wealth, okay, transference of wealth. And then when it comes back up and the war machine starts racking it up there, all of your money will be on the blockchain on a centralized digital currency. A, a centralized fucking digital currency. Okay. Yeah, they're going to hand you a flash drive and say, just register this at your local library, yep. or if you have a computer, use that one. And you know what they're going to do? Oh, so the government's going to subsidize electricity. The government's going to subsidize internet. The government's going to subsidize this, that, and this. All you have to do is log into your government account. And when you go to log into your government account, I don't know if anybody's been and logged into the IRS lately, but you're going to have to go in there and they're going to say, we need to verify your identity. We're going to send a message to your phone. And they're going to send you a message to your phone. You're going to click that message to the phone and it's going to ask permission to use your camera. When you come up, it's going to have all these little things going on your face. And what that is, is facial recognition technology. Basically analyzing your biometric data, the heat coming off, your eye color, the, the, the fingerprint in your eye. Okay. And when it comes back up, to get that free internet, to get that subsidized electricity, to stay in your house, to get that universal basic income, you got to do your KYC, you know your customer, you got to do and register through the mm -hmm. government. And then what happens? They send you money each month. Hey, we're going to give you a little bit of an allowance here, Vince. And you'll be like, thank you. I mean, it's just been such a rough time. The banks collapsed and, oh, they fucking got bailed out, but we didn't. Damn you politicians. One day we're going to get you. And they're going to give you this little card and you're going to go to the grocery store. And there's going to be nobody working there. It's just going to be a series of fucking vending machines. Okay? Vending machines that are packed full. There's going to be nobody to talk to, nobody to ask questions to. And you're going to walk around, and you're going to go, oh, let's get uh, a 12-pack of soda. And you're going to go, beep, and a soda's going to dispense. Then you're going to go to the health food side, and you're going to go, fruits and veggies, beep, ah. I'm sorry, you're over your limit this week for fruits and veggies because this attributes to climate change. Your, your commercial dollars can no longer be used for the purchase of fruits and veggies. So you go over to meat. Not happening. So then you're like, okay, well, you know what? I got $100 left in my, my, my digi card. I'm going to go put some gas in my car. And you're going to go put some gas in your car and you're going to go to the thing and you're going to go beep and it's going to go... I'm sorry, the $100 that you have is not allocated on the blockchain towards fuel. 
This is green dollars. You're going to have a green allocation, and you're going to have a carbon allocation. This That's is where we're fucking headed if they do this. Probably. And it's going to happen overnight with a transference of wealth. Okay? And here's the thing. is you want to know what that's going to lead to? What? You ever seen that, uh, that meme, that gif of, uh, of Rambo popping his head up? He's like... <laughs> that's what that's going to lead to. That's going to lead to civil war. Okay? And that is literally coming because people are so pissed off. But if we did something like this, if we played their card against them, how powerful would that be? Now, now it's in our hands. And what if they say, Look, just do it then. Sure. Okay. Great. And what we do is we all pull our money out and we immediately go to Dr. Kirk Elliott and we put it in gold and silver. And the banks collapse. And because the banks collapse, gold and silver skyrocket. We defund them. They're out of the picture. Great. You know... I have some severe problems with the state of this world in this country right now. Now, my biggest problem right now with the politicians in Washington, D.C. is they're giving you the illusion that they're working for you. Yep. It's the fucking illusion that they actually give a shit and they're actually working for you right now. They're not. They don't care about you. They don't care about the little man. Yeah, people think the Democratic Party is extremely terrible and radical and all this but uh, in reality the radical left is just a little bit worse Mm -hmm. than the republican side of our government as well well think about it like this is that they're both bad in their own right they're both radical in their own right okay now it's an ideology it's a political ideology is literally what we're talking about here Uh, right i'm talking about corrupt politicians oh i am too they're all fucking corrupt. yeah anybody who takes money from a lobby it's corrupt. And, well, you can't yeah. survive in Washington. Well, guess what then? Get rid of the lobby. And, and maybe the problem, we just come in with one yeah. demand. Yeah. One demand. One demand only. Get rid of the lobby and make it illegal for any politician, local, state, or federal, to take money from anybody outside of their district and their constituents. Period. If you just did that one thing overnight, it, it would be like a ghost town in Washington, D.C. You know, like the wild, wild west, a little... The little thing flies by. <laughs> because they'd be knocking on doors on their knees. They would. They would actually have to go back to their districts and talk to people. They would actually <laughs> have to acquiesce to the needs and the wants of the people in their district. And guess what? Because of that, there would be no more cheating. Because you couldn't cheat. If you could only raise money from the constituents in your district, you can't cheat. It's impossible. Candidate A, candidate B, two candidates going up for an election. You can only receive $100 per constituent. There's 100,000 people in your district. That's $10 million total that can come in for that district on the election. Candidate A brings in $8.9 million. Candidate B brings in $1.1 million. Candidate B wins. It's statistically improbable. It can't happen. So I'm saying, oh yeah, and term limits. I'm saying right now, we are on the verge of global economic collapse. And this is what's going to happen, guys, okay? Because this is coordinated globally. 
What you're not seeing in the backdrop is the BRICS nations are setting up for economic collapse of Western society. Okay? They're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, at, the, look at this one. Zimbabwe poised to ditch the dollar in trade with Russia. Settlements in the countries could be arranged in local currencies or gold, a senior lawmaker has suggested. Central banks of Russia and Zimbabwe should establish settlements in local currencies and look for opportunities for securing trade in gold reserves. Another country is dropping the dollar. As more and more nations drop the dollar, what begins to happen? I want you to take this hypothetical scenario right now, okay? Okay. The banks of the world are upside down. Assets, liabilities, liabilities outweigh assets, right? Yeah. That's okay. The the liabilities that they have are U.S. bonds, okay? Which every time the interest rates goes up, the bonds go down in value. Okay. So if you have bad debt, U.S. bonds, and they're hurting your bottom line, what do you do with them? Sell them. You put them back on the market. So all these countries, Japan, China, that hold a certain portion of U.S. bond debt, do you think that they might be getting close to being upside down on them? Hmm. And so do you think that maybe once a certain number of countries have ditched the dollar to where the circulation and the trade of the U.S. dollar is not dominant anymore, that these countries just might dump all of their, their treasuries back onto the market? And what would happen if, Let's say that J.P. Morgan or Wells Fargo begins to collapse and people do a run on the bank and start taking their money out, okay? People start taking their money out. Now they have cash. At the same time that this happens, China, Japan, and multiple other countries begin dropping their debt back onto the market. What happens to the U.S. dollar? I would imagine it's worthless or more worthless. The buying power, purchasing power of the U.S. dollar decreases massively it hyperinflates because all that money is coming back on the market and there's no substantiation of that debt that is global economic collapse overnight for the united states and the western nations that is venezuela overnight quite literally that is one million dollars for a a loaf of bread and that those dollars are worthless that's how they're going to do it that's why you need to reallocate that money into brass gold and silver you know, brass, gold, and silver, the, no, gold, silver, and brass to cover your ass, okay? Because when that happens, silver, $200, $300, $400 silver. Guess what? It's easy to eat Very now. Possible. Yeah? Go down to your local butcher, and he's sitting there crying like, oh, my God, I lost everything. You'd be like, I got an ounce of silver. He'd be like, wait, what? He'd be like, how much for uh, some meat? And he'd be like, oh, hmm. I'm telling you reallocate your money cryptocurrency what's going to happen during this time you know what cryptocurrency is going to do it's going to go tumble like this and then it's going to go boop to the moon you know the one thing that people in venezuela did not lose during their economic collapse crypto electricity and and so roxy said but what if the u.s economy fails doesn't china fail um Go back and think about what I just said by reorganizing the global currency to the Chinese digital wong or to gold and silver. What has China been doing the last 10 years? They bought more silver or more gold than any other country on the planet. If 
The dollar crashes and gold skyrockets to $5,000, $10,000 an ounce. China becomes the wealthiest nation on the planet overnight and the digital Wong takes over and basically can go in and buy up the United States of America. Hmm. For pennies in the dollar, by the way. China. Yeah. Yeah. So people are like, but, but you know, they need our wheat, they need our corn, and they need our livestock and all this stuff. Why, why give a shit about trading it when the U.S. economy collapses, the people revolt against the government, and China can just march right in here and start buying up all the land, taking over all the farms, or just invade the United States at this point of, uh, of insta- inst- instability. People say, well, you know, right now China can't invade the United States. You're right, they can't. But you know what? If, if we had systematic collapse, another Great Depression, okay, and the functionality of our government reduced, they absolutely can. Fly a few balloons over when nobody's paying attention because no one's watching that radar because they're not being paid anymore. How many people are going to serve in the military if their paychecks are worthless? That's what happened in Venezuela. The military and the police, they started taking over control of people. They didn't care about doing their job. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting to think how this will all unfold because it's going to unfold in some manner. Mm -hmm. So do you know who Larry Fink is? Yeah. Larry Fink is the chief executive officer, chairman of BlackRock, the largest conglomerate on the freaking planet. He's also a board member at the World Economic Forum. This is what he has to say. More banks could go under. Chief executive officer of the world's biggest money manager has warned that more banks could collapse as Swiss regulators last night were forced to reassure investors that Credit Suisse was not at risk. Larry Fink, the chief executive officer of BlackRock, said the recent failure of the Silicon Valley Bank, Silvergate, and Signature Bank in the U.S. could be the start of a slow-rolling crisis that may see others fail. The warning made in his annual letter to investors came as Credit Suisse shares plunged. When... Carl Icahn, and we mentioned this last night, Carl Icahn, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When Carl Icahn comes out and says, uh, the system's broken, get your money out. When Larry Fink is saying, oh, yep, more banks are going to collapse. You better understand that they are in endgame and they don't give a shit about collateral damage. And so it's people like us, we have to act and we have to act fast. And, you know, I'm probably going to get the FBI in my house one of these days because I'm talking about organizing people for a bank run. But you know what? Well, that's well within our rights. If people want to pull their money out of banks, they can pull their money out of banks. Crude today has slipped under uh, $70 a barrel. I would start buying up some uh, future contracts on crude. I, as long as things don't collapse and you lose your paper. Yep. And we talked about this yesterday. Carl Icahn right there. Our system is breaking down. We absolutely have a major problem in our economy today. And major economists around the world are saying, two months. You have two frigging months. Before financial collapse? Yep. Like a larger... Before financial collapse. Uh, James O'Keefe started his own project, O'Keefe Media Group. And so he said, the Ides of March have come. Today we launch 
great, James. I'm happy for you. Um, unfortunately, you know, it, it's interesting, too, because you go to his new website, and I have nothing wrong with James O'Keefe, okay? <clears throat> you go in here, he talks about the mission, he talks about what they're doing, and then it's give me money. Yep. It's give me money. It's expensive, too. Sponsor our undercover equipment. And and I understand that he's got to raise money. He's got to get lawyer fees. He's got to do all these things. That's fine. Um, But here's the thing. He he came out there and he sent an email to a lot of people. And I'm going to read you this. I don't know if he sent it to everybody, but um, he said, hold on, let me switch accounts here. He said, and I'm not sure. Okay. He said, I just launched my new venture today. It's called O'Keefe Media Group. Check out our new video where I announce what's going to, we're going to be putting cameras in the hands of thousands of people. The world needs citizen army holding institutions accountable. Will you help by empowering people to report things that are wrong? Exposing corruption requires a stand up to power. So he says that he's going to uh, empower thousands of people with these, with these devices, which is great. Where do I sign yeah. up? The only thing I see to sign up for is to give you money. And so maybe he should recruit a team first. I, that's just my thoughts and theories. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see how he rolls that out. Uh, certainly... He said the next account we follow will be our first whistleblower. Any volunteers? Yeah, I I, I'm excited should... for him. I, I, you know what? I think he can do some good work. Yeah, I'm happy, and I hope it hurts Project Veritas on it. But, well, I think uh, I think with this Project Veritas, it, people are realizing Project Veritas is done. Yep. Interesting. Um, obviously, time. I'm going to go through a few things first. Um, we guys, we got the battle of streams going on. That's how you can support us, right? That's how you can support us here at the Red Pill Project and alternative media and what we do. Um, it's no $5,500 or $5,000 to support us. Um, really easy. Pill, DLive, Rumble, Facebook. We have something called Battle of the Streams where you can donate to help support the Red Pill Project and everything we do. You can go to redpills.tv. You can support us there. I wanted to give a thank to Frosty Supernatural. Two, uh, two ice cream donated. Thank you so much, Frosty. Shannon, 131310 Lemon. Uh, Upstate Work, celebrating a 14-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Shannon, and Upstate. RPG 3573, two ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG. Patriotic Pisces, one diamond, two diamonds. RMRM, five lemons. Grismo, seven, four lemons. And Bayonet, five lemons. And uh, I don't usually get the notifications. We got the notifications too. Don't we have a few birthdays in the Red Pill Project? Summer, Sonia. Summer and Sonia. Happy birthday, ladies. Uh, thanks so much for being a part of uh, the Red Pill Project. Or, awesome. I'm sorry, Chana. Chana, Chana. So, Summer yeah, and yeah. Summer and Chana's birthday today. Right. Okay, yeah. well, so should we do it? Is that <clears throat> right? I'm sorry, guys. I'm <clears throat> oh, are we singing? Happy birthday, Hello. Mr. President. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> no, I can't sing. Okay, and then Jim Jordan here. But happy birthday, guys. Honestly, Chana and, and Summer. Last week, Chuck Simmer asked Fox News to take down January 6th videos. We learned the FTC asked Elon Musk to reveal the journalists he's talking to. Any Democrats in congressional hearings asked two journalists to reveal their sources. Protect the First Amendment. You know, it goes well beyond the First Amendment, Jim Jordan. You are the elected official that is meant to protect the First Amendment. 
There's a system of checks and balances that is put in place to protect the First Amendment. We have literally foxes in the hen house trying to take it down. It's not about yeah. protecting the First Amendment. It's about reestablishing its parameters. See, the problem is, is that they've established free speech zones. They've established that you have to have a permit to express your First Amendment, which is unconstitutional on public property. I got a long list of demands that we're going to have to put out there. Man. It's tough to get everybody on board with the list of demands, though. Yep. I feel like a simplified approach is better. And imagine if you could get people not just on the right, but people from all backgrounds. Happy belated birthday, Nate. Happy belated birthday, Nate. <laughs> Nate, you got to tell me when it's your birthday, buddy. All right. So the White House, along with the Department of Energy, is pushing an extreme mm -hmm. regulation that would effectively eliminate all gas stoves. 96% of the products available today could be eliminated from the market by this extreme regulation. And yes, the Department of Energy has moved forth in doing exactly this. I'm uh, actually, I guess I could announce it. I'm opening up a museum for uh, gas. It's a stove museum. Oh, yeah? Stoves, gas stoves. Yeah, and I'll have, I'll have plenty on display there. Uh you know, from the early 1900s. Just, yeah, it'll be great. Dude, this is crazy. It's, They're trying to kill us. Why yeah. are they getting rid of our gas stoves? Oh, and don't put a wood stove in your house. That's Well, they dangerous. want you to freeze during the winter, Vince. They Dude. want you on their grid system. See, the thing yeah. is, is if you get rid of natural gas, which is cheap and efficient to heat your house and cook your food with, and you can't do wood stoves, right? Now you're dependent upon electricity, which is incredibly costly. But also, think of now the smart meters that are being installed in everybody's houses. You get to control people. If you have a, let, let's say Indiana, the state of Indiana in the middle of winter is like, this is bullshit. Let, let's say there's a railroad strike and the people in Indiana are striking out there. All of a sudden, oh, we're just being notified by your electric company that your electricity has been shut off to conserve electricity and power for the next three weeks. That's what this will be used for, to coerce people, okay? This is yeah. nothing more than totalitarian tactics. Ah, it's so wild, man. And people don't have, people don't think about it. They just go along with regulations and, mm -hmm. and they'll find themselves screwed when shit hits the fan yep. because they don't have what they need to survive. That's it. Let's listen to this thing. Yes, of course you are. I'm dating someone. <gasps> What's his name? Her name is Sarah. I'm straight. Okay. What did you just say? No, let's not. Let's no, let's Carol. Just come. What did you just say? I'm straight. He said he's straight. So let's just all breathe through this. No son of mine. Okay. okay. We'll be straight. Here's the thing. When you're young, you experiment. You don't, yeah, this is a phase. I love you no matter. Honey. No, I'm not doing this. Okay. What do you think of Celine Dion? Are you just done with her? I don't know. He doesn't know about Celine Dion anymore. <laughs> this is tough. You know, maybe you're just not a bottom. Yeah, sweetheart. You should just try one time being a top. Tonight, we will all sit on the couch. We'll watch. What should we watch? We'll watch, um. Hairspray. Hairspray. We can, as a family, just scroll through Grinder. He's our son. He's not my son. He just needs some time. 
<laughs> when your kids come out straight, oh my God, what is going on with the world? Are you going to like try to have a baby sometime? <laughs> yeah. And Good so God. in lieu of this uh, social, woke, cultural revolution, San Francisco, San Francisco City Council has just accepted the insane proposal to pay black people reparations of $5 million each. It has not been enacted yet. This also includes reparations for the war on drugs, a complete insanity. And I, I bet one of these insane reparation bills are going to pass in one of these woke cities I, or states. I have a feeling. That what's going to happen? One of these is going to pass. The They're going to pay out. Oh, 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 they are. And guess what? They're only going to pay out wealthy black people and white people. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's gonna be white people all like painted and you know blackface and all this stuff. Dude, I identify as black. And, and there's gonna be I... wealthy black people that are gonna get paid out. Okay, this is just a transfer into wealth. And all the people that could actually use the money, they ain't getting it. Don't qualify. But I'll tell you one thing, and this isn't racist. I would definitely like to own a Mercedes dealership in San Francisco during that time. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Opportunist over here. <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't get it. But yeah, I get it. Okay. <laughs> the CIA has made a conscious decision to weaponize themselves against the American people. About 10 years ago, the Obama administration overrode the law that made it illegal to propagandize Americans. The CIA has gained all of the increasing powers of propagandize American people and use these techniques on Americans. And more and more, we're seeing the controls of the press in our country, the old resurrection of the Mockingbird, Operation Mockingbird. And this is coming from a guy... The CIA was involved in coup d'etats or attempted coup d'etats between 1947 and 1997 against a third of the nations on earth and most of them were democracies and so the cia does not do public health it does coup d'etats that's what they specialize in and they had during that period of mk ultra they were paying social scientists to devise ways of social control and some of those were individual they were using psychedelic drugs like lsd they were using um, um, sensory deprivation uh, torture techniques um, and then you know fear and propaganda and authoritarian um, messages etc and experimenting with all these things to figure out what worked well in beginning around 2016 you know, with the election of Trump and with Brexit, it seems like at that point the intelligence agencies made a decision to turn all of those weapons onto um, the American people. And we saw this this extraordinary propaganda right, campaign okay. at the beginning Absolutely of the pandemic. And that the, right. They turned it on the American people and they've been using it on the American people ever since. And that's why you can't believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are, what authority they possess or profess, unless you can prove it with your own research, through your own volition, through your own inquiry. All right. If you smile, it'll automatically for, uh, forfeit two social credit points. So let's listen to some more comedy. Vince likes the comedy, so we, we got to try I the do. comedy. We, let's, let's watch this one. You legally have to give me a month. No, I don't, because you haven't paid one brown penny. I, I'm not obligated to, and I le I can't afford to. Guess what? Doesn't matter. 
You can't just tell me I have two weeks to find somewhere. You've had over a month. And no, you haven't. Look, you have done nothing but dig your heels in and try and make me feel bad about you. No, I haven't. I've been trying to educate you. No, your education is brainwashing. No, it's not. You just won't listen to me. No, I'm not going to listen to this crap. Now you talk. I have schizophrenia. I don't care what you have. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't mean we live in squalor. And it doesn't mean you're a bully. You, I'm not even a bully. You literally dead need me, misgender me, and tell me that, like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, that's the left actually admitting. I'm a schizophrenic. You yeah. misgendered me. And, and you know what? Good on that mother. Good yeah. on that mother. Yeah, she has some balls. And yep. unfortunately, I noticed nobody else in that room has any. Uh, probably doesn't have a father in the house, I would uh -huh. guess. Uh, you know, it's sad, but it's funny. Um, wow. Yep. And so I got to. MMA yeah, star that's... 21 suffers a major cardiac arrest during a fight as doctor rushed to save his life. Is there actually video of this? I don't, I haven't seen a clip. There might be, you'd think, right? I see there's a video here, but I don't know if this is the video. Um, I don't think this is the video right here. This is just two people fighting. But yeah, yeah it's a uh, 21-year-old MMA fighter was rushed to the hospital over the weekend after suffering a cardiac arrest during the fight. Isaiah Ibels was competing in his third bout as an amateur against Severon Canto in Indiana, where he went in a cardiac arrest. We can understand that this is a died suddenly, and most likely this guy was vaccinated, unfortunately. Judge rejects, rejects request from Moderna. Moving key COVID-19 vaccine case to Discovery. A key COVID-19 vaccine case is moving to the Discovery phase after the U.S. judge rejected the bid by Moderna to dismiss some of the patient infringement claims against it. Moderna and the U.S. government, which backed the company, failed to prove the claims involving the company's COVID-19 vaccine contract with the government should be dismissed. Goldberg, uh, the U.S. district judge, uh, in late 2022, rejected a similar effort, but Moderna revived its bid after the government filed a statement asserting it, not the company, should face the claims relating to the contract. The parties, though, have failed to prove that the government's misinterpretation trumps a court's analysis of the issue. Moderna and the government had argued that under 28 U.S.C. 1498, the claims should be dismissed and moved to a court of federal claims. That would mean that the government was inserted as a defendant, replacing Moderna, and leave the government's responsible for paying any damages awarded. The law in question states that the infringement claims relating to inventions being used by or for the government and with the authorization and consent of the government must be handled in the Court of Federal Claims. A 2020 vaccine contract between Moderna and the U.S. Army stated it was for the United States government and U.S. population, while Moderna and the government said that the evidence supported the contract being by and for the government. Opportunist Barra Pharma and Genevent scientists said the dispute can only be resolved on a fully developed record and urged the court to allow discovery. So this will be interesting to see what happens on this. Um, I hope that more and more people come forth and bring lawsuits against these fucking people. One of the largest criminal organizations in the world are companies, right? 
haven't or is that Pfizer? Yeah, they've faced the largest criminal organizations on the planet right now are governments and corporations. They're cartels. Yeah. They absolutely. Are. You you have the the tech cartels, right? And you have their politicians. You have the Chinese company cartels and they have their politicians. <clears throat> then you have the World Economic Forum cartels and they have their politicians. And that's the three big boys. And then you have the billionaires club who doesn't want anything to do with that and wants lower taxes and they're mostly conservative. That's the fourth. Norfolk, Norfolk Southern and EPA have confirmed soil testing for dioxins in East Palestine is finally underway more than five weeks after the derailment. Unfreaking believable. And I wouldn't trust any of the results that they're bringing it's up. New- yeah. Uh, you know, Russell Brand. I, I, I like Russell Brand. I get he's dating, a, you know, a globalist, his daughter and stuff like that. But he, he says some interesting things. Let's listen to what he has to say right here. I went on Tucker Carlson's Fox News show leading the neoliberal establishment to attack me for being a right wing conspiracy theorist. These are them facts that I was going to tell you about, if I may. I hope you will. At least 100 members of Congress own fossil fuel stocks, of which 59 are Republicans and 41 are Democrats. Oh, look, the Republicans are a bit worse. Of the $263 million of the pharmaceutical industry spent on lobbying in 2021, it gave 61% to the Democrats party and 39% to the Republicans. Oh no, the Democrat party is a bit worse. Don't let members of Congress own stocks at all. Do not accept lobbying money from the pharmaceutical industry. If you've seen any of the criticism in the neoliberal media, you might think, well, what was it about? Because these are not right-wing talking points. This is anti-establishment, anti-authoritarian, anti-financial corruption rhetoric that everyone should be interested in. So it makes me think that the voices that are attacking me are supporting establishment power. Boom. The voices attacking us are supporting establishment power. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just, you know, listen. This isn't a right or left thing, guys. This is an American thing. They are setting us up to do the largest transference of wealth in the world. You got to remember, 2008 wasn't Barack Obama who brought that about. It was George Bush who brought that about. Okay? And it doesn't matter if it's Republican or it's Democrat that's in power control. It doesn't matter if it's Trump or George Bush or Obama or Biden. Okay? The, the deep state, the establishment will keep on moving forth as long as that money is flowing into the fucking lobbies. Understand that. As long as corporate money flows into Washington, D.C., the American people will never be free. That's the truth. Here's another example of this. Attorney General Denise George has been terminated. You might not know who she is. Attorney General Denise George was terminated on ser- uh, Saturday after serving four years with Bryan administration, a consortium coming conf- to firm. Uh, the decision by Governor Albert Bryan to fire the AG came days after Bloomberg News revealed that Miss George, in her capacity as Attorney General, filed a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase, the largest bank in the United States and the world's largest bank by market capitalization, without first informing Governor Bryan of such a major action, said a person with the knowledge of the matter. The lawsuit claims that J.P. Morgan Chase facilitated convicted felon Jeffrey Epstein's abuse of women and girls, alleging that the bank should have known about Epstein's illegal activity and as part of its anti-money laundering procedure should have reported this to the clients, to the authorities. That's who she is. And she was just fired by the governor. 
And no, there is not a law or rule that states that she has to notify the governor of this. And now her life is probably going to be on the line, too. History coming up here. March 18th, 1938, the Nazis passed the 1938 regulation against Jews' possession of weapons, disarming all undesirables of firearms, ammo, even knives. Eight months later, Kristinost happened. Law goes into effect. Jews are shipped off to concentration camps. What did Joe Biden just do today? He wants to get rid of uh, assault weapons, but what did he do specifically? He signed an executive order to do exactly that. Limiting limiting the buying in the... In the um, Buying restri- limiting the restriction on buying uh, federal background checks, creating a national register, which is illegal against the Constitution. Well, actually, people say, well, that's not in the Constitution. You're right. It's not in the Constitution. It's in the U.S. Code to where no national gun registry can actually be created. And so I'm waiting for Congress and Supreme Court to jump in there and say, hey, your, your executive order is unlawful, dude. But that's not going to happen. Because what they're going to do is distract us, and this could possibly be the the predicate for that. Nuclear watchdog raises alarm over missing uranium. Two tons of natural uranium reportedly disappeared from a storage site in Libya. An estimated 2.5 tons of uranium that was supposed to be stored at the site in Libya was not there when the IAEA inspectors came to visit. They found that 10 drums containing approximately 2.5 tons of natural uranium in the form of UOC, uranium ore concentrate, previously declared by Libya are as being stored at the location were not present at the location. The inspection was Tuesday. And just yesterday we had, what, uh, Thailand lost uh, some, some uranium a few weeks ago. Australia lost some uranium. Could we yeah, see a dirty happens. nuke someplace? I would imagine so if there was going to be a nuclear war. Why would you want to use your own nuclear materials? Mm-hmm. China, Russia deploying space weapons to attack the U.S. satellites, warns Space Force chief. Yeah. This is going to be a massive war, and it's going to start in the skies. You want to know why they're saying this now, and you want to know why they're doing this? Firstly, they want, mm-hmm. a, they want a trillion-dollar defense budget, and they want to put more weapons in space. The other part is that we already have weapons in space. And those are our quick reaction forces. And that if you're going to go to war with the United States and you are China and Russia, the first thing you do is you take out their communications, you take out their intelligence, and you take out their strategic missile systems. Space war. Space war. Um, just going through some things here. Yeah, we might see the night sky lighting up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going through here. Uh, Pentagon officials said in a draft document that aliens could be visiting our solar system and releasing smaller probes like missions conducted by NASA when studying other planets. Um, if you remember the Umuamua um, asteroid that came into our solar system in like 2014, uh, there was this massive... Uh, asteroid that came into the solar system. They said it was the first interstellar object ever detected in our solar system. They called it an asteroid. And they give this artist rendering of this big asteroid. Here's the thing. They had no fucking clue what it looked like. They had no clue what it was. One scientist who actually was co-author on this DOD report um, stated that there was various electromagnetic 
signatures that were not conducive with natural artifacts coming off of this thing. That's wild. Could be a mothership. Probably is a mothership. I wouldn't doubt if it was a mothership. Face Mask for Cows aims to tackle climate crisis by capturing methane and burps. I thought that this was... I thought this was satire. I thought this was a joke. Nope. This is this is real. Yeah, it's probably animal abuse too. Where's PETA? Yeah. I mean, 1.6 billion calories burping out clouds of methane, which is one of the most potent greenhouse gases. Methane has more than 80 times the planet heating power of carbon dioxide during its first 20 years of the atmosphere. Livestock contribute to a third of the greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. One company called Zelp is suggesting cattle may be able to be fitted with headgear, which can neutralize methane at the source. This is the dumbest shit in the world. You know what they should do? Put corks in their nose and their butt. Biodomes. Put cattle in biodomes with controlled atmosphere. When that methane comes out, you collect it and reuse it. For... Energy generation. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Yeah. I have... how, no, seriously, think about this. What, what if they made cattle and livestock farmers around the world build biodomes? 120 cattle per biodome. You had to put them in biodomes. You wouldn't have to worry about outside predators. You, you could control disease. You can control feed. You can control the environment. They won't graze. Absolutely they would. What do you think a biodome is? Like, how big is it? Like a football field? Yeah, you could have one football field. You could have bigger than a football field. But then they could sell the methane as another level of of monetization. And the government could give subsidies I think it's, for them to build I, don't, I just think it's not a thing we need to focus on at all. Because it's, I don't think... It's I, I, I agree with you. But but this is, the, this is the solutions that they're coming up with. Like, let's put masks on their asses and mouths. Yeah. That'll limit methane. It's all this climate scam. That's all it is, and it's retarded. I agree. It's the stupidest thing I've seen all day. Yeah. But if they're going to move forth with it, they're actually going to do this shit. Then, then let's it's... let's do something that actually will benefit society. Yeah. So uh, you hear you hear the founder of Getter by um, Bannon's buddy, Guao Wenguai. No. What? Was arrested. He was arrested for what? Um, accordingly, scams. And so this is this is really shady what they're saying here. Whoa. Um, Goy, or it, it, many people know him by the name of uh, of Ho Wan Kwok. That's really his name. Um, he's also known by the name of uh, if you go Miles Guai, Miles Guao. Okay, massive in, in the Chinese. Yeah. So basically, they're saying that he spent millions of dollars on mansions, yachts, Lamborghinis. All types of things uh, okay. through money that he raised. So the oh. New York, New York has alleged he masterminded a one billion dollar fraud, then splashed in cash, uh, yachts, mansions, and other luxuries. Um, he was detained by agents on Wednesday morning over the elaborate sc- scam that defrauded a legion of online followers through sham investments. The business magnate also used the alias Ho Wan Kwok. Also spent fifty thousand dollars square mansion. He splurged on Chinese and Persian rugs. Prosecutors revealed information about the elaborate fraud on Wednesday, along with extraordinary details about the luxuries. Um, he is charged alongside financial advisor William Jay on Hong Kong and United Kingdom and dual citizen. Uh, the pair said to convince investors to give them cash, which they said they'd multiplied a huge return in what prosecutors allege a classic pyramid scheme. 
Okay, yeah. so he raised money to create a media organization and promised um, returns, and the returns never came. Now he's being arrested for it. Gosh. And shit, we're out, of, we're out of time. Well, no, he. he I, I think that he's innocent, honestly. I think that this is just the oh, really? New York state coming after him, trying to find anything. Uh, RMUAFC2, gifted a cookie. Thank you for all everything that you guys do. Thank you so much, RMU. And happy birthday again to uh, Chana and Summer. Guys, that's all the time that we have tonight for the Red Pill Project Daily Dose. Sorry about the technical fallacies that we had in the beginning there. Uh, we're going to try to get them fixed. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys have a great night. Take care. Be well. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.